Dreamers and Doers. This is the Business Boot edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Braden. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Bella. Hey, Braden. So each week we would come to you live from the Norman's Farmer's Market, where we would hear interviews from our youngest and oldest entrepreneurs who will inspire, educate, and give you an action step to help your leadership and business. Our podcast is powered by Loveworks Leadership, a youth organization based right here in Norman, Oklahoma, that is helping kids start actual, real businesses. We believe you're never too young to be a dreamer and to start your dream into a reality. So let's meet our first guest, Sean Akaderi. Am I saying it right? Yeah, you are. So we just want to thank you so much for joining us today. We're super excited to learn more about you, your story, and business. So before we get into that, so what is your story? How did you get this interest in business going? Man, okay, so let me let me start from the from the jump. So I'm originally from Nigeria, right? So I came here when I was 19 years old uh, to go to college, right? And that was that was my dream uh, as a kid. Like I got to come to the state. I didn't know how that was gonna how that was gonna happen, uh-huh. but you know, with faith and with God, it, it was possible for me to come to the state. So I came here on a student visa. Uh, to go to college, but I didn't know it was gonna be difficult you know, when, I, when I first got here. But you know, uh, so just sheer commitment and perseverance. I was able to graduate from college. My actually my first undergrad was uh, East Central University in Ada, Oklahoma. Don't ask me why I came to Oklahoma because everybody was like, "Why Oklahoma? Why did you come to Oklahoma?" You know what I mean? At the time, I didn't know why. Um, but now I can tell you why I came to Oklahoma. You know, so I went to school in Central University. It was very difficult because I had to pay my way to, to college myself, and uh, I didn't have no scholarship, no sponsor, nothing. So I just pure commitment and just hard working and just you know trying to just you know uh, just stay stay even kill. And my last uh, my last semester, I almost got kicked out because I wasn't able to you know, catch up with all my, my school fees because I was always behind, you know, with my payments and stuff. So I got a letter. It was a Friday. I got a letter that Friday said, hey, you have a week uh, to, to pay up or else, you know, we're going to pretty much kick you out of school for non-payment. I was on my way to class that day and I was so depressed after reading that letter, but I just managed to say, well, since I'm on my way to class, I'm going to join my class. So I stepped into the class. As soon as I got to the class, my professor saw me and was like, yo, you look a little stressed. I said, yeah. She said, you want to talk about it after class? I said, sure. So after class, I told her, I said, hey, you know, I've been struggling for the past four years, you know, just to make sure I go to school. Because if you're on a student visa, you have to go to school. That's the only reason why you came to the United States. So you have to go to school. And you can't, and you have to go to school full time, right? So the, the list class, the list hours you can take is 12 hours, right? So that's the commitment that you have to make. And I just told her everything. She was like, well, um, don't worry about it because it was a weekend. She said, "Just come Monday and we'll see what we can do." So I went back to sc- I went back to school that uh, to our office that Monday, and when I got there, she was like, "Come on, let's go." I, in my mind, I'm thinking maybe she's gonna help me appeal, you know, to one of the, you know, v- VP or the president of the school or whatever to give me some more time. But no, she took me straight to the boss's office. She's like, "Ask how much is your balance," and I told her. And she pulled out credit card and just she paid for my school fees so I can graduate, right? And that literally just, I was shocked. I, I was like, nobody ever done that for me. You know what I mean? But she was like, you know what? I'm doing this because I know one day, you know, you'll have a chance to be able to pay it forward, 
Right. So after that, I came to, I moved from East Central University, came to Oklahoma, I mean, Oklahoma City, went back to school, went to uh, University of Oklahoma, studied chemical engineering for about three years. Uh, then after that, went got my MBA, then worked with different life science and biotech companies. Then one day I had this wonderful, great idea, and my old entrepreneurial journey just started from there. So that's how I got here. Oh, wow. All right. So you talked about this one amazing idea. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Is that your business? Yes. All right. So let's talk about your business. What is it and how did it start? Yes. So like I told you, I was I work in different labs, right? So one of the labs that I was working at at the time, we focused on human genetics, right? But the problem was, and then we had a project. We had a project with a, with a, a on animals, but it was for white deer. And we had to genotype and, and, and those animals and create a one of a, kind of like a, a lineage tracking so you can know the parentage of those animals. But the problem was when we get the results and report the result back to the ranchers, uh, you know, ranchers, they're not scientists. They just want to know what do I need to do with this information. They don't know how to what, yeah. how to interpret this data. So, and, a lot, and they spent about $70 just to test one animal. So we're not really creating value because when we give them the end result, they don't even know how to use it. So I just had an idea. I said, what if we create a platform that would allow them to interpret, make this data very easy, very visualize it for yeah. them, create better value. So that's where the whole concept of um, Agnes came from, which is the tech that we build. And at the time as well, you know, I was like, well, if this, um, what's it called? The, the, the ranchers that are breeding this white tail there, if they're really using this information and it's valuable to them, what about the cattle producers, right? Yeah. Because cattle is huge in the United States. And cattle is even huge in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma is like top five uh, beef producing states in, in the whole country, right? Uh, so that's why the whole concept was like, well, if we can create a platform that will allow this um, rancher to be able to communicate and use this information, improve their breeding, improve their management system, and also create value for them to be able to market their product, but also connect them to the consumers to know exactly how they're breeding this animal and how, how uh, the investment that they put on the back end, I think that will be able to create value, yeah. right? So that's where the whole concept of agribiophormatics came in. And at the time, you know, I didn't know anybody. I wasn't an entrepreneur. I just had an idea. I didn't know how to go about yeah. it. I didn't know nothing about you know, even starting a company, registering a business or nothing. And I, and I didn't know anything about that space as well because that's a different space and it's a niche market, right? So you have to understand the industry. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the cattle industry, nothing. But you know, just with everything, you start with faith, uh, you pull God first and it will direct your steps. And eight years uh, later, we have a product that has been built here in Oklahoma, and it's been used all over the world, wow. not just with ranches here, ranches here in Oklahoma. So when people ask me, why did you come to Oklahoma? Remember I asked you why yeah. you came? That's the reason why I came to Oklahoma. I think that's why God put me here. So put me here for a reason. Okay, so today we're hoping our youngest entrepreneurs out there can learn about what it takes to work with others to run a business. So what do you think are like the most important things about teamwork? Man. Teamwork is huge because you can't build a business by yourself. Yeah. But the most difficult thing also is to be able to understand, you know, your strength and your weaknesses so that you can be able to compensate and bring in, you know, people that have more experience and be able also people that you can trust, which is the hardest thing. But, you know, if you can create a, a uh, have an uh, um, ability to have and bring uh, a good 
uh, group of people together and be able to articulate your vision and everybody can be a star in their role, I think uh, that, that's huge. So you can't build a company without having a, a wonderful team behind you. And you have to understand, you know, building a team involves being able to communicate, being transparent, you know what I'm saying? And also being able to be dependent on each other, you know, because as, as, as you build a business, it's like you're gonna have your ups and you're gonna have your down. So you have to have a team that will have your back when things are good and also when things are bad. It's really good. Yeah, that was great. So what is one thing you wish you knew before you had started your business? You know what? I wish I didn't know nothing because if I knew everything <laughs> that I know now, it would be very scary for me uh, to, 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 to actually embark on that journey. Yeah. But I think uh, most importantly, if I have to answer that question, I think understanding that when you start something, you have to have patience, right? Uh, the bigger your dream is, the harder it is because you're going to be battle tested. And that's part of the territory, right? You, you know, when you have an idea and, and, and you don't know what you don't know, right? But also you have to understand that it takes time. It's, it's a process. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur and starting a company uh, is more of a journey and it's, it's, not, it's not a sprint, right? So it's, 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 you know, like they say, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. So you have to understand the process, which, you know, also, it also allows you to understand yourself as well. So because you're not only building a company, you're also building yourself. Because you're going to walk through this, I always say, you're going you're to walk through the valley of shadow of death. And everything that you think is going to happen is not going to happen, right? So when your back is against the wall, what do you do? How do you move from one step to another, right? Where do you find your strength from? So I think most importantly, I always tell people, you know, don't think you're going to become a success overnight. There's no overnight success. Don't think you're going to, if you're doing it because you're going to, you want to be rich, uh, you want to, you know, you want to be famous, you, you're in the wrong business, right? So you have to understand your why. Your why is very important. Why do that? Why, why, why did I start this company? You know, it's not, it's, for us, it's not about the product that we built, but it's about the people that are using our product and how we're changing their lives. That's, that's the most important thing. So if you ask me, I said patience, perseverance, and being committed, I think, and that's the hardest thing to do because, you know, when you want something and things are going on, you want it now. You know, you have an idea, you want to be able to create a product, put it in the market, and start selling. But it's not going to happen that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I said patience is the first thing, but also put God first. You know, let him direct your steps. You know what I mean? Because you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? And not your understanding and your own wisdom is not going to carry you through. You need something internal. So mentally, you have to be strong. Physically, you have to understand. You can make emotion, or you can make decisions based on how you feel. You know what I mean? And, and also spiritually, you have to really get in touch with yourself and understand, okay, I'm part of a, a bigger vision, right? We are all, all entrepreneurs are part of the bigger vision. We're part of the bigger dream. And that dream is to make the world a better place. Right, so you really have to understand your why and understand how you're going to change and impact other people's lives. Wow. That's great. I feel yeah, like I need to great. round of applause. Like great. listeners, you better be taking notes right here. Those are some words of wisdom, Sean. I just want to thank you so much for your time. Like that was so so great being able to hear your wisdom. And I know these listeners are going to be so much better entrepreneurs and also leaders from this. So listeners, we will be back very very soon with our next amazing guest. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. And I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you guys. Let's meet our next guest, J&J &J Caricatures. All right, guys, how are you doing today? Pretty good. good. Pretty good. You guys, I know you just had a great day at the business fair. You guys made some good sales. Uh, yes, yeah. That yeah. is 
fantastic to hear. I think we're about to dive into some of our questions. We're going to learn a little bit more about you. It's going to be real fun. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we're excited to learn more about you guys' story today. So tell us, what is your business and how did you guys start it? So um, when we were little, we became friends at three and we started drawing cartoons. And ever since probably about eight, we wanted to start a business. And when we heard about this, we thought this is our chance. We should do caricatures. So five months ago, we had been, we got together, figured it out. And we had been, if we couldn't see each other, we would do Zoom and we would do caricatures for about eight hours. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. We would spend so long just doing caricatures over and over. At first we weren't that good, but eventually we worked up and up until now we're like really good at caricatures. <laughs> Alright, so real, real quick question. Why caricatures? How do you guys get to there? Well, so we've been drawing quite a bit, doing like comics and stuff. Uh-huh. And it, we just thought like, Jamin, like a couple months ago, Jamin was like, showing me a caricature he did from watching this YouTube channel called Browser World. It was a Bob Ross. And then we were like, hey, let's do caricatures of each other. So we, and then we did it, and it was really bad, of course. And then <laughs> we, never, and we never thought about it or talked about it again. And then we realized, hey, caricatures would be fun. So we started just picking up and practicing for that because we thought, hey, caricatures like would be fun. <laughs> I really like that. That's really great. So I know I would love to say that starting a business is just all easy roads, but sadly it's not. So I know sometimes in starting business there are ups, there are some downs. So what is like, maybe you want to talk about some of the challenges you face, but more importantly, how did you overcome them? Well, I, yeah. I was kind of, I can, I, I can speak for myself and I'm pretty sure I can speak for Jamie. I was pretty nervous about making the caricatures look like them. So they would actually like, be like, oh, hey, this looks like me. Because at, earlier I had a problem. I was, the caricatures I did didn't look anything like the person I was trying to do. But ever since yesterday, I did a caricature of my grandpa and my grandpa's dog. They looked exactly like them. And then I was like, hey, maybe I just needed to take a break because I had to take a break from caricatures so I could go spend the night at my grandpa's house for like three days. So, hey, and I did it. And then uh, suddenly all my caricatures were just getting better and better. And now they like look like the people who are doing it. So that break really changed you a little bit in a good way. What about you? So, um, I've always been a little scared that someone would judge my caricatures. Um, I got easel so I could just face me instead of doing it on the table. When I did a caricature once and it was nothing like what he said. Nothing at all. I couldn't get it right. But I decided that um, I should like close my eyes and think of the cartoon of what their face could look like. And I would just create it into the caricature. And caricature is supposed to look a little different, so the people will understand that. So I, I love really overcome that fear. Yeah. Okay, so for our last question, what has been one of your guys' favorite things of starting your own business? Well, the money, probably. <laughs> um, I just think it's fun to have people happy and remember their memories. Uh, and we can really save great. up the money to make bigger accomplishments in our business. Yeah. And whenever I heard there was, they were giving out free Chick-fil-A, I was sold. <laughs> of course, of course. A businessman at best, right? 
right. Jaden, Jaden, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Yep. I know the viewers are going to be so much better for the information you've given us. Guys, you are, how old are y'all? I forgot. Twelve. Twelve. Guys, these, these students are so young and they're starting the business. You can too. So, well, that was a pretty awesome interview, I would say. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it was great. And so what was probably one of the things that stuck out to you? I, I love how they're 12 and they're just so real about it. Like, when I was 12, I would have been afraid to say the money. But that's his favorite part, so he said it. I love that. <laughs> Y'all, I just want to say you guys have that entrepreneurial spirit. It's something that's really hard to teach, but you guys have learned it and you've kind of honed that in. Students, find that spirit. These are the kind of friends that you want to have. Start to get that spirit in there and get ready to, of course, make some money, but also make some memories. Yours, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, remember to visit www.loveworksleadership.org for any new information. And remember, real leaders don't blend in. They stand out. Dream, Dream big, big and do your dreams.